Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, and of course, uh, that's our digital platforms. Free download for your smartphone or tablet. Of course, NASHFM1061.com on the World Wide Web along with ericasher.com. Easy way to catch the show with you if uh, you've only got access to the Internet. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors are home base for one of your favorite podcasting platforms. So, again, if you miss any of our uh, previous shows, you can check it out on the Anchor app. Uh, also, again, um, uh, our uh, our digital platform uh, partners, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, all, pa- all again, having um, uh, the show for you. And, of course, uh, previous shows as well. But, again, you can check it out on your favorite app. Uh, you don't have to go to go, go to mine. Um, today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Demptunia Gin. Uh, again, it is a limited edition uh, spirit uh, brought to you by our friends at William Grant in the super premium gin category, uh, much like Midsummer Solstice, Lunar, uh, fast becoming, again, the highest-selling limited-edition spirit in the Super Rin, uh, Premium Gin category. And one of the reasons why is, well, it's, again, Hendrix Gin. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's been fantastic, again, to be able to kind of watch this, um, the, this, uh, this spirit kind of grow on the market. Uh, all really since and my time with Tales of the Cocktail uh, to now. And, uh, of course, with these limited-edition uh, uh with these limited edition uh, uh, spirits that they've, they've come out with, like Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, uh, which have kind of set the bar here. Uh, once again, Hendrix Neptunia, right there with them. Um, uh, and, of course, it is a limited edition. It will only be out for a year. Uh, so, again, get your bottles now, uh, whether you're heading to your favorite spirit store, demand it at your favorite restaurant or your favorite bar, notes of coastal freshness, Balanced with fresh notes of citrus, alluring uh, jun- juniper characters, lengthened by, again, deep earthy notes of locally sourced uh, Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and it has an unmistakable crisp citrus finish. This limited edition Henry's Gym can be found at your favorite spirit store, and it's perfect for the summer months and the spring months. It's a refreshing cocktail. We'll tell you more a little bit later on again on how you can utilize this in a cocktail. Uh, but again, folks... Uh, reach for a bottle of Hendrix Neptunia Gin. On the program today, Tommy Chrysan of uh, Talking Sports with TK is going to join us at 4.15 this afternoon, and uh, we'll talk to him about what's going on with LSU. We'll look back at uh, the uh, the Louisiana teams uh, that were playing in their regionals. LSU, the only team alive right now. By the way, LSU up 4-1 to one in the top of the fourth against USM uh, in the uh, Southern Miss Regional. Uh, McKeel Hilliard was just uh, relieved after uh, pitching three pretty good innings. Um, and um, so far, Tigers playing very, very well, 4-1, to one, after, again, just a great weekend of baseball, right? I mean, just a great weekend of baseball. You're talking about, no, you know, the, the, the cardiac cats is what we heard all weekend long. Never say die. Two games in the, uh, you know, with amazing comebacks uh, for the Tigers, one against Kennesaw State, and then, of course, USM. Um, uh, before, again, losing to Southern Miss last night to force a winner-take-all game today. And as mentioned, LSU now up 4-1 to one in the top of the fourth uh, and, and playing really good baseball right now, hitting the ball, playing good baseball. It's going to come down to, again, pitching. Can, can the pitching hold off USM? Uh, can, they, can they continue to, uh, uh, to feel the ball as well as they have so far? Uh, 
And let's hope again that LSU can do that. Now, look, the Coral Gables Regional, which they are matched up against, is way behind because of Tropical Storm Alex. Uh, so uh, they're trying to make up some games right now. Uh, so we'll try to figure out again how that's going to work out uh, if LSU was to advance. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Tommy Christ going to join us in about three minutes. Uh, at 435, it'll be John Hendricks of SI.com. Uh, and then uh, we'll have uh, Kyle Mosley of SI.com at 535. We're also going to talk about uh, just a horrific weekend for the city when it comes to lawlessness uh, in the 5 o'clock hour. And some of the videos that are out on social media right now, which, which again, are have you gasping for your breath to see, again, how far this city has fallen. And, again, how little police protection we have in this city right now to the point that, again, a police car uh, was being, uh, I, mean, this, I mean, honestly, it looked like Baghdad this weekend. It really did. I mean, I hate to say this, uh, but, again, I'm not going to ignore it. Uh, I love doing sports. I've, I've talked about, again, being burned out on, on New Orleans politics, but I love my city. And I'm not going to sit back and not comment on, again, some of the things that are going on in our city right now uh, that, that are, are putting us in a position where if we don't watch what's going on and do something now about it, uh, you can kiss the golden egg goodbye. Because tourism is going to be affected by this. It's already being affected by, again, people who live here who are unwilling to go into Arlene's Parish uh, to be able to go eat, to go and go enjoy an, uh, a festival, uh, um, you know, a, a concert, whatever. But now it's going to get to the point where individuals are going to uh, are going to stop coming to our town. On top of that, people are moving out. And I said this before, those that have the wherewithal to leave will leave because of what's going on with, again, the lack of leadership in that town right now. Uh, from, again, the mayor's office all the way down, at least the council is trying to do something. But the criminal justice system is broken, and this weekend was a, was a prime example of that. You go to my Twitter feed, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, to look at the two videos that were released this weekend. Uh, one, again, with individuals brandishing guns on uh, Cali Open Annunciation. Another one looked like it was in on Rampart Street with, again, um, uh, the, the cars doing donuts. And actually, uh, uh, actually again, I can't say citizens, but um, individuals jumping on police cars. Okay, a police car while a policeman was in it, uh, and the police was by himself. That, that officer was by himself or herself and could do nothing about it. Just amazing, just amazing. Shifting gears back, I want to, do, to mention again that uh, Louisiana Tech, Southeastern Louisiana, ULL, all had great seasons, all have been, um, have been uh, uh, eliminated and have lost in their regionals. So, again, congratulations to them on their great seasons. Only LSU is still alive now. Uh, when it when it comes to again Louisiana teams in in the NCAA regionals, Golden State tied the series last night one to one with a big win over the Boston Celtics uh, in San Francisco. That that series now goes to Boston um, with again the uh, series tied at one. It'll be a Wednesday Friday uh, home games for Boston uh, this week uh, with again a possibility of maybe going up three to one before you go back to San Francisco. We'll see how how it plays out. So far these teams look pretty evenly matched. And as I said last week, I think this can go seven games. Also, week three of the of OTAs for the Saints this week. Again, the, uh, the traditional Thursday open uh, locker room and open practice for the media. Next week is uh, mini camp. There'll be a one mini camp practice that the uh, public will be open to. Uh, but other than that, the, the media will be there for the for the full three day three days of mini camp, and that's where you'll see a little bit more going forward about the New Orleans Saints. And finally, C.J. McCollum this week talking to uh, to uh, reporters. 
after, again, taking on his new role as an analyst for ESPN, talked about Zion Williamson and said, that again, for folks to be able to, again, give the kid a break, uh, that he has decided to take Zion under his arms and will guide the young star. So this veteran taking a, a big interest uh, in Zion Williamson and trying to get him to the next level uh, in, his, um, in his career. Uh, really good news for, for, the, uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans that, again, you have a, uh, a veteran like that that is willing to be able to, again, uh, take on a leadership role. All right, without further ado, and I really appreciate him joining me today because he's doing like I am. I got one eye on the game, and I'm doing the program. Uh, he's got both eyes on the game as he joins us now. My good friend, longtime colleague, Tommy Chrysan of Talk of Sports with, with TK, Hold the Rope, uh, radio show in Baton Rouge, and so much more. Tommy, welcome to the show. How are you, bud? Good afternoon, Eric. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Tommy, before we get started, tell the folks about everything you're involved in, how they can find you. Well, my podcast is Talking Sports with TK. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. Just search for it. Lots of LSU baseball and LSU sports. Got a Major League Baseball podcast and many, many other things. Check it out. I do videos with Ronnie Rance uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings that are live on Facebook and YouTube. And then on Sunday nights, Hold the Rope Radio with Dan Canterbury and Skip Berkman. Uh, so I got a lot going on, but it's fun, and as you know, I love to talk sports. No, no doubt about it. LSU right now four to one um, uh, in the top of the fourth over USM. Uh, if you would give us a scene setter, set the scene for uh, the audience that may not have the opportunity to be able to see the game right now. Actually, uh, four to two. Uh, McManus missed another pitch and a run scored from third. Nobody out second and third for Southern Miss. Uh, 4-2, to Tigers lead. Tigers are the home team. That could be important because this is going to be a high-scoring game. Lots of pitchers are going to get used by both teams. It's going to, to use the football cliche, whoever has it last to a win might happen here. And I don't know what the over-under total was on this game, but it's going to go over whatever it was. There's going to be a lot of runs scored by LSU and Southern Miss. McHugh here, you look like he was pitching pretty well. Um, Jay Johnson came out just really and, and, and went with relief uh, in, the, in the top of the fourth. Uh, what were your feelings on it? Just for me watching again with one eye on the, on the show uh, and one eye on, on, the, um, on the game, I thought he was pitching pretty well. Well, you know, hill has been there, done that. He's been around a long time, won two state championships in high school. I mean, this guy knows what it's like to be in the fire and be, you know, in those pressure cooker situations. And, yeah, I know he threw Friday. He didn't throw a lot of pitches Friday. So they came out. He wasn't going to go real long today. They wanted to get as much as they could out of him as they could. No different than Southern Miss going back to Tanner Hall, who threw a lot more pitches than Hilliard on Friday. Because here's the thing, Eric. All these players on both of these teams, Southern Miss and LSU, they all want to play. They all want to play their position. They all want to try to help their team win. So the mental part's done. So the physical thing, you know, how far can you go? Can you extend? You know, they put Hilliard out there and hope he, he said, hey, give us as much as you can. And if that ends up being two innings or it ends up being four innings, then we'll, we'll make an adjustment. We'll get somebody else on the mound. That's where you're at at this point in all of the regionals across the country, not just the Hattiesburg Regional. You know, you got nine winner-take-all games today. I'm sure many teams are in that same boat. Uh, the pitching staff is just going to have to get the most they can out of what they have and then, you know, try to score runs and win the game. So uh, I expect to see, you know, Michigan got beat 11-9 to nine in, a, in one of a similar type game today with, with all the runs being scored. Uh, Louisville beat them and will advance to the Super Regional. So, hey, two good clubs, Southern Miss, LSU at the packed house over there in Hattiesburg. 
And, uh, you know, hey, it's what college baseball is all about. Tommy, again, the LSU got the moniker of the Cardiac Kids this weekend based on, again, just, I mean, look, we've seen a lot of good LSU baseball in our time. Uh, but this was just this was as exciting as it could get Friday and Saturday nights uh, watching the Tigers play Kennesaw State and also USM before succumbing to USM on, on Sunday and, again, forcing a winner-take-all game today. But, again, talk about Friday and Saturday night. You know, Friday night's game when you're down 11-4 in the eighth inning should be a lesson to everybody involved with baseball. I don't care if it's U-Triple-S-A, travel ball, high school, junior college, whatever it may be, that there's no clock in baseball. they got to get you out. You're going to get your chance if you're the home team and you're down. You're going to get your at-bats, uh, 27 outs, as they say. You know, it's never over till it's over. Well, Yogi Berra said that. I mean, that just should be a lesson. Now, that doesn't happen often. And more times than not, if you're down 11 4 and 8 10, you're not going to win the game. But it's proof that it can happen and it does happen. And then the same thing the next night in the ninth inning, down four, and you tie it up, force extra innings, and then you get the W. So that's the beautiful game of baseball. It's one of the millions of reasons why I love that game. And I can watch uh, young kids play the game, I can watch the mm-hmm. major leagues and everything in between. But LSU. You know, I don't know if it's the gold jerseys. You know, you can get into a little mental thing there. Right. It's a good baseball team. It's not a perfect baseball team. Nobody is. Do they have holes in the roster and question marks that will be addressed in the offseason? Absolutely they do. But the bottom line is uh, it's a very good baseball team. They're one of only a few teams that are still playing. Now, they just retired the third out at the top of the fourth. Southern Miss did get another run on a ground out. Going to the bottom of the fourth inning, LSU leads four to three. Uh, going to the bottom of the fourth, going to be a lot of runs in Hattiesburg. Tell me one thing we learned about Southern Miss. I think we knew is again that their pitching staff was one of the top pitching staffs in, in all the country and got some got some pretty good depth. Uh, again, they, they've used some of those pitches obviously throughout the weekend. You mentioned it's it's kind of pitching staff by committee for both teams today. Um, how deep can LSU go? How deep can um, can Southern Miss go, in your opinion? Well, you got to go as deep as you can. That's a hitter's park. The ball flies out of there. You know, it's, it's considered a hitter's park, as some, not every park's considered that. You know what I mean? You know, don't be surprised if this is 12 to 10 or 14 to 12, some kind of score in that neighborhood. But, again, it's just going to be a matter of who outscores who, kind of like the old arena football stuff. Whoever scores the most is going to mm-hmm. win, you know. That's almost the mindset in this game. And, you know, these Coach Barry for Southern Miss and Coach Johnson for LSU, they're going to make, you know, every decision based on, hey, we got to find a way to have more runs when the game's over. And however that combo has to be with pitching and hitting, and uh, LSU's dropped a couple of bunts down, which they hadn't done a whole lot this year, but they've already done it a couple of times in this game, showed bun on another occasion. So they, they, they got, you know, all, deck, all hands available, all arms are available, and, you know, for, for both of these teams, it's win and advance and host a Super Regional, or it's, you know, pack it up, go to the golf course, and, and get ready for the fall. LSU's bats came alive in, in Hattiesburg. Again, shut down a little bit last night, but, again, you saw it in the first thing tonight, again, uh, this afternoon, uh, still alive. If, if they're going to win, it's going to be on, on, on the backs of, again, those batsmen, uh, you know, based on what we've seen all season long. I, I would agree with that, uh, you know, you know, the defense has been suspect at times, and overall is not that good. Let's just be honest. You know, the, the starting pitching has, has been, you know, Hilliard's been solid. Ty Floyd had a couple of good outs recently. Bullpen, kind of a roller coaster during the season. There were stretches when 
they came in and were dominant and shut things down. And then there were stretches when, you know, the, the other team got, got to them and uh, racked up the scoreboard a little bit. But, you know, it's all about this game today and, you know, find a way to get 27 outs and have more runs than the other team uh, when you get to that point. Louisiana Tech, Southeastern Louisiana, your alma mater, and, of course, uh, ULL, all, again, lose in their regionals, but all had really good seasons this past season. Well, I'm going to start with Southeastern. You know, they, they lost their top four pitchers to injuries, then a couple of other guys as the season went on. Lost the top four before it started. Arguably the best job Matt Rogers done all year. For them to win that Southland Conference tournament like they did, having to win two straight on the road against a good McNeese club at McNeese, you know, then they got to the regional, and they were just overmatched. I mean, you know, they ran into two buzzsaws, and it just didn't work. But it, is, it was a very successful season for Southeastern because it had been 2017 since they'd been to a regional. So hopefully they can build on that going forward. You know, the ULL Raging Cajuns, I, I thought other than LSU, they had the best chance to win a regional uh, with due respect to the other teams. And they just, you know, they, they got a win, but then just couldn't finish it all off. You know, tough, tough to go on the road like that to A&M, who's been the surprise team at SEC this year, and get it done. But a great season for ULL, and they will build on that. And then La Tech, you know, they hosted the regional last year. You know, Coach Burrow's up there. They, that's a solid baseball program that's still going to be solid. They had a couple of early season wins against LSU and Tulane. It got everybody's attention. And, of course, like I said, it shouldn't surprise you because what they did last year, they – Redid their ballpark after some tornado damage, and it's a it's a beautiful park now up there in Ruston. You know that's a beautiful campus. I've been there many times, and you know tip of the hat to them. I mean, let's don't leave out the Southern Jaguars. You know they were in extra innings of the SWAC Conference Championship Tournament game. You know, and just a, a, a different bounce of the ball or two, and the Jaguars could have been the fifth team in the NCAA, but they just missed it. You know, and they'll try to work on that next year too. So. You know, and then we, we saw Joe Sherman's team go to the playoffs. Yep. You know, LSU Shreveport, LSU Alexandria, LSU Eunice. It, it, it was a good year for baseball in Louisiana. But it seems like it always is. It shouldn't surprise anybody to see college baseball, junior college baseball in Louisiana doing well. Tommy, just a, a couple more questions for you before we let you go. First of all, as a Southeastern alum, a guy, again, that, that's close to the baseball program, uh, Tulane has an opening right now with, again, Travis Jewis being relieved of his duties. Uh, Matt Reiser has been, uh, again, at least uh, mentioned as a possibility. Uh, do you th- anticipate him staying at Southeastern or, or possibly uh, flirting with the, uh, with the Tulane job? Well, he did interview six years ago when the Green Wave hired Travis Jewett, and he is a former Tulane player. We, we all know that, okay? And his track record speaks for itself at Southeastern. He's, he's put a lot of guys into pro ball. You know, he, that stadium is, is really nice, and, and they get good crowds a lot better than they used to get. So, you know, I, I would think Tulane has to interview him and, and give him some consideration and see how he stacks up with other people that they talk to and, then they got to pick who they think can, you know, get Tulane back into postseason play and the things that Tulane fans got accustomed to, uh, in particular under Rick Jones. So I, I think that's what Tulane's got to do. Uh, I, I certainly believe Rogers should be interviewed, considered, and all of that. And then, you know, the people that have to make the decision will do what they think's best for Tulane baseball. Tommy, if you would, give us an update on LSU before we let you go. Bottom of the fourth, two outs, nobody on. LSU up four to three. 
uh, Brandon Jobert at the plate played a little bit at Delgado right there in New Orleans. Uh, the lefty who's got lots of power, as we know, has a long way to go in this game. It scores four to three right now, and four runs is not going to win this game. So LSU's going to have to get it done at the plate. And uh, I'm happy to be watching a great college baseball game on a Monday afternoon. Yeah, you're right. Tommy, uh, one more time, tell the folks how they can follow you on social media. And, of course, all you're involved in, how folks can check it out. Well, the best way to keep up with it is just connect with me on social media. I'm very happy to do that. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. I'm happy to connect with you. You'll always have a link to anything and everything I'm doing, whether it's videos or podcasts or interviews on other shows, all that good stuff. I really appreciate that. Uh, Just connect with me on social media. I'm happy to do that. Tommy, thanks for the time, my friend. Appreciate it. Go enjoy the game. Thank you, Eric. Have a great day. You too, bud. That's uh, Tommy Christian talking sports with TK and so much more. Uh, Again, uh, joining us on the program uh, as LSU again, 4-3 to three in the 4th. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. When you are in the market for a generator, think Burkhardt. Generator Sales and Service, that's their business. Jason Burkhardt, John's son, in, char- in charge of that division. Uh, he'll come to your home or your business, sit down with you, do a consultation. Find out what you're looking for for a generator for your home or business. When the power goes out, uh, again, energizing your home. Uh, also, again, you'll, uh, well, you'll have an opportunity to finance that over time with low monthly notes. The new install quality check after one month is something they do for everything they install for you at Burkhart. And, of course, at Burkhart, they guarantee you a single-day install. That's right. Once you're ready to go, you're on the calendar, your, your, uh, your date is on, they'll come out to your home, they'll get you set up and rolling within one day, a single-day install. 24-7, 365 emergency service when it's safe for the technicians to come out and to be able to service your, uh, uh, your generator. Uh, they'll be out, get it done, because, guess they have all the parts that you need for your generator already stocked up at their warehouse in Mandeville. When it comes to generator sales and service and emergency service as well, it's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Henry Steptunia Gin. Again, on, your, uh, on the shelves of your favorite spirit store, at your favorite restaurant, your favorite bar, demand Henry Steptunia Gin. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Free PC Tune-Up Event is this Saturday and Sunday. Bring your existing PC to any Staples to improve your startup and operating speeds and junk file removal. Plus, get free tune-up software good for a year. Valid in-store on existing Windows devices only. Appointments encouraged by phone or in-store. Staples. In eastbound, your delays remain solid from Elysian Fields to the high rise. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the Westbank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are solid from just past Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. And look out for delays along the westbound side of the Westbank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for accidents Carrollton Avenue at Strollitz, also St. Anne at North Claiborne, also North Re- North Miro at St. Bernard. Also look out for accidents Claiborne at Gravier, Clio at Simon Boulevard, and also North Claiborne at Poland. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. Oh. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. The Louisiana Sportsman Show and Festival is back, and you can win a family four-pack by texting the keyword BAIT to 68255. That's BAIT, B-A-I-T, to 68255. Standard messaging and data rates apply. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Brought to you by Hendricks and Tunia Gin. I promised you I'd, I'd have some recipes for you. Hendricks and Tunia Gin, I told you, it mixes easy. Two parts of Hendricks and Tunia Gin, one part fresh lime, one part simple soda, top um, uh, with, with soda, three slices of cucumber, and you'll have a Hendricks and Tunia Fizz. How about a Hendricks and Tunia and Tonic? One part Hendricks and Tunia Gin, two parts premium tonic water and a cucumber tongue, and you got yourselves a, H- a Hendricks and Tunia uh, and Tonic. Hendricks and Tunia Curious Cucumber Margarita includes two parts of Hendricks and Tunia Gin, one half part of the agave nectar, one part fresh lime, one cucumber slice, and you've got Hendrix Neptunia Curious, Curious Cucumber Margarita. And if you want to go way back in time, like maybe to the Roaring Twenties, not the 2022, but the 1920s, how about a Hendrix Neptunia Gimlet? 
two parts Henrik Neptunia Jim, one part fresh lime, one part simple syrup, no garnish there. That's just four simple drinks for you to enjoy. Hendrix Neptunia Gin, now on store shelves everywhere. It's a limited edition, only on, 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 this, on the uh, market for one year. Reach now for Hendrix Neptunia Gin. All right, thanks to Tommy Chrysan of Talking Sports with TK for joining us on the program. LSU still up 4-3 to three, uh, in the top of the fifth. Um, and we'll keep you up to date on that, 4-3 uh, to three over USM. We turn our attention to the New Orleans Saints. Joining us on the program is John Hendricks from Boot Crew Media, SI Now, and so much more. John, how are you? I'm doing great, Eric, man. Thank you so much for having me, as always. Always good to have you, bud. Before we get started, because you have expanded, your, your again, what you're doing, let the folks know a little bit about it and how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, expansion's probably about right. But uh, you can follow me on social media at John J. Hendricks. That's Hendricks, just like Jimmy. Uh, and then thanks for plugging the gin. So I wish I was kind of either related to Jimmy or related to Hendricks' gin because I might be doing <laughs> something different these days. Um, let's start off with, again, you've been at, at camp for the last two weeks for OTAs. Just, uh, if you would, give us your overall impression of what you've seen thus far. Yeah, look, I think the biggest thing is obviously everybody's got to remember that OTAs are voluntary, so not much to make about guys that aren't there, but the guys that are there and have been there is uh, obviously a big thing. And so first and foremost, what I'd say is, you know, Jameis Winston being there and uh, just the fact that he's been around and he's hungry and ready to play some football. I know some people had kind of made some observations about him with a limp, but I I don't think that's the storyline here. I think – you look at him and just kind of his rehab process and everything. I mean, that's not really a shock as far as it goes, but it's also, I don't believe, a, a big issue here. The bigger storyline is Winston's out on the field, commanding the huddle. He's doing a lot of good things here, uh, getting himself right and, and trying to work through uh, his rehab process. His ACL's fine, MCL's fine. Meniscus is kind of where we need to, to obviously look at. And, it's you know, the thing is he's going to be good for the season, right? And um, the other part of it is he's going to wear the brace this year. And so I think that's the big takeaway that, you know, number two is going to be the guy. And I think he's really going to turn a lot of heads this season. And a lot of people are kind of sleeping on him. And then just overall, some of the, the, the players have been in the, the in and out, I guess, if you will, because uh, you got, we got to see Tyron Matthew the first time, uh, you know, when he was, we were out there the first week, second week, we got to see Jarvis Landry. We got to see, Marcus May on there uh, actually participating in OTAs last week. So that was obviously a huge step for him. And so, um, you know, other than that, rookies looked apart. I mean, they look promising right now. That's another thing that I'd say. And, you know, overall, it's just good to be there because, you know, fans, what they might not remember or understand is uh, we haven't had access to OTAs since, what, 2019. So it's been a few years coming. So it's just nice to be able to see football and see these players. And it's good to be able to see them back uh, again, uh, even though it's on a voluntary basis. Two years ago, obviously, it was uh, it was COVID. Last year, it was uh, Sean Payton just not wanting to have OTAs, giving the guys off, telling them to come in shape. Look, 58 different starting lineups. Uh, you're looking at, at four quarterbacks. You know, you build a lot of that, uh, you know, uh, uh, preparation and hardening of the body uh, in the offseason. And OTAs is someplace where, again, where we've seen that uh, really work in the Saints' favor, especially because in the past they've had 100% participation. The only question I have right now with Dennis Allen and, and, and of course, the way they're handling this is, 
we don't know how many guys are there and are not because, again, yes, there's been a list that Luke put out a couple weeks ago. Last week there was a small list of, again, who people, who, again, the, the reporters saw. But we don't know how many guys are rehabbing within the, within the uh, uh, facility as opposed to, again, that are out on the field. Uh, I'm hoping that, again, that we'll get more information on that because, I think that we saw during the Breeze Peyton era that when you get a hundred percent participation, or at least as close to that, uh, that again it's big for culture building. Uh, you're, obviously, you're again you're, you're hardening your body for the season, but it seems to bode well uh, for both Peyton and Breeze when they when they had a hundred percent participation or very very close to it. Yeah, look, and, and the thing is, so I can tell you some of the guys that you're talking about, like Peyton Turner, Marcus Davenport, those are guys that are in rehab, but they're around the building. You know, Taysom Hill is probably the one guy that I, I, I don't think we've heard anything on and where he's at kind of in the process, and that would be one of the other ones I pay attention to. But a lot of these other guys, um, you know, with the exception of maybe guys like Demario Davis or Alvin Kamara, uh, Mark Ingram, I think those guys are healthy. They're just not around at the moment. But, you know, look, and even just backing up for something, because you talked about the strength of conditioning and the 58 starters. Something fans I don't think are talking a lot about this year is, is the fact that Matt Rhea is in the building, the guy they got from Alley University mm-hmm. of Alabama and his sports yep. science and what he brings to the table. And I just find it interesting because one of the things that, uh, from my understanding of his approach and just kind of talking to players and just how they are with the process, a lot more of a, a sports data through science is, is going to happen with this team this year. And so what I mean by that is they're going to use metrics, all sorts of data that comes from practice to know where people's bodies stand, where it's going to help with core muscle injuries, core muscle types of uh, things that happen. Um, you know, when he was at Alabama, I think it was they reduced it year over year by like 80-something percent. So, uh, but going back to what you talked about, some of these guys that are around that are rehabbing, you know, we were able to talk a little to Peyton Turner. We saw Max Marcus Davenport, you know, Andres Peace there. James Hurst is dealing with injury. He's not there at the moment. But, um, you know, some of these guys are going to be there and, you know, once mandatory minicamp hits at the middle of June, that'll be really a good telltale sign of where things are, where people are, and where things stand. The difference away that, that again, minicamp has been handled thus far under Dennis Allen as opposed to Sean Payton and not having, again, maybe Payton's big personality on that field with this team. Yeah, look, I think it's a, a, a point of contention, you know, and I think I've written about it too is just the fact that I was – not concerned, but I'm also was just wanting to know who's going to be that guy, who's going to be that voice, who's going to be the person that comes in, steps up in the charge in, in the offense because Peyton liked things for a certain to look a certain way, and they, he expected things with attention to detail, all sorts of different caveats that we were used to and accustomed to see it, you know. Um, and I think Dennis has been uh, doing a good job there and, and to insert himself to kind of pay attention, to look at some things. You see him coaching, looking at the wide receivers, working on some small details and footing. And look, anything I've learned about D.A. is he's a guy that you come in, you do your work. That's what he wants you to do is, is come in, do a good job, do what's expecting you, and then work on some of these minor details. But, um, you know, look, Pete Carmichael's a guy that I think a lot of people are going to understand and see and believe in as we roll along more in the season. Um, you know, Doug Marone, having him back is – huge for this offense and especially this offensive line and some of these players in their development. So, uh, you know, again, there's a lot of of things to continue to pay attention to, but, you know, DA I think has done a good job so far in inserting himself. And, you know, look, he knows the the challenges of living in Sean Payton's shadow, so to speak. And so 
I think he's going to come in and kind of put his own brand of things uh, on things. And, uh, you know, we'll see that come to fruition on the field. In, in, in terms of, again, the defensive coordinator position with Nielsen and Richard, uh, both of those guys, um, uh, you know, as defensive coordinators, how's that working out in terms of on the field? Who are the voices you are hearing? Uh, is, it, is it different than when you saw when, when D.A. was in charge last year? Well, it's, I don't think it's different. You know, I go back to a couple of weeks ago where I actually talked to Tano Passignon, and I asked him that specific question. And, you know, one of the things that he mentioned is, you know, really from a logistical standpoint, it's not that different from what's been happening over there. You know, they're both smart in themselves. They're both vocal. They're both talking a lot about, you know, different things. And specifically in, you know, in that Saints field, you hear a lot of instruction from guys like uh, uh, Chris Richard to the, the secondary, just from a positioning standpoint. And, you know, the way things are at practice, we don't see a ton of Ryan Nielsen just because he's working with the defensive line and such. We see more probably Chris Richard than anybody. But, you know, everything that I've seen and just kind of from asking some of the players, it seems like it's one of those that, you know, I don't think it's going to be a real big issue. I think it's kind of overblown. And you got to remember that, um, the Saints are not the only team doing this. Tampa's doing it as well. And so I think it'll work out fine. I think it's just one of those things where you talk about, hey, it seems like a decent storyline to at least talk about or pursue, but I don't really see it as a, a thing that's going to hinder this team in, in any way. Yeah, no other way. I don't think it's a hindrance at all. Again, it was all about continuity. At the end of the day, you had two really good coaches. You didn't want to lose either one of those guys to another team, so you made them co-defensive coordinators. Uh, now, again, uh, probably by the by next season, one of those guys will move on to another, to another team. But right now, again, it was a way to be able to keep everything together. So I have no issue with it at all. Now, again, they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do behind the scenes and, again, how they're going to split the duties. But, you know, both both guys are, are worthy of the opportunity to have that, that title and to be able to take the next step in, 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 in their journey uh, to try to be able to get a head coaching job in the NFL. Yeah, look, and I think that's obviously the goal. Is you see the, the, the pedigree of the tree that's forming. Um, you know, look, I think both of those guys are exceptionally smart. I think they're going to do extremely well at this, this level. And, you know, it wasn't so long ago that, uh, you know, Ryan Nielsen, LSU was interested in him, right? And so mm -hmm. didn't necessarily work out. But, you know, and the same thing with Chris Richard, he's going to have more of opportunity. And, look, going into this year with the way things happen and, and just losing Sean Payton and stuff, I mean, it's going to help Dennis Allen in surrounding himself with guys who have familiarity and know what to expect in this building. Um, you know, it's going to go a long way for him in his first year as he tries to, to really obviously – get a little bit out of Peyton's shadow. But, um, you know, there's obviously going to be some, some challenges with that. But, look, I, I think when it push comes to shove, uh, you know, with especially with Vegas talking about this team potentially only winning eight games or anything like that, I, I just can't right. see it. I, I just don't understand. I see – I get some of the aspects. I just sure. can't see that happening to this team. That would be a colossal failure if it happened. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, and I think that, again, before it's all said and done, uh, that, that again, that that number is going to move up, and I've been telling anybody that, that again that uh, 
you know, puts a little wager, <laughs> I'd jump on it now. I would have jumped on it when it was seven and a half, right? Uh, but yeah. jump on it because this is, this is a playoff team. And this could be a team, in my opinion. Uh, you mentioned the mirror images of what we saw in Tampa. Uh, when you look at the coaching staff, they're the same exact situation. Their offensive line is much weaker than it was last year. They, they got a little bit better with Akeem Hicks coming in this past last week uh, for Ndamukong Sue. But again, up until then, they were looking like they were going to be a little bit porous on the defensive line. So, look, it, it is still a work in progress, but I like what the Saints have done in the offseason. They needed weapons for Jameis Winston. They went out there, and, and again, that was their goal. They got it. Um, you could question maybe, again, where they picked some of their draft picks, but at the same time, they seem laser-focused on, again, who they wanted, uh, despite where, again, they drafted those particular players. So we'll see how that kind of plays out in the long run. But, again, you got to like what they've done in the offseason in, again, just filling the holes that they needed to to get better. Now, I'd like to see Quan Alexander come back. But, again, that, again, that's up in the air. I was reading something over the weekend, John, as I guess you do as well on Twitter. A lot of Jet fans wanting him to come up there. You know, he's a, he is a linebacker, at least from a fan standpoint, that a lot of, a lot of fans would like to see him on their team. A, a lot of New Orleans Faiths fans would like to see him back on the Saints. Yeah, look, and he's got a familiarity with Robert Saylor. So, I mean, that, that, that definitely makes sense as to why that might be a big deal and why that might actually work. And, look, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of veterans that are still out there not on teams right now that are going to get a call here in the next month or two. And, and, look, you know, remember last year the Saints, they had some things happen where they brought in Devontae Freeman late in the process, I guess, or maybe middle of the process and bring in a veteran guy like that. So, won't surprise me to see that happen with Quan Alexander. You know, look, I think the world of him, I think he's an absolutely stellar linebacker in this league, you know, uh, but I do think that it says more about how they believe in Pete Warner. And look, I don't, I don't disagree with there. There's times where Warner, you know, with his, his snaps that he had and Alexander obviously had more than him last year, but Warner shows a lot of flashes of brilliance. The guy is not a guy that you look at and said, man, this guy is just, built or he's just kind of like deceptive as far as how he looks in, in terms of uh you know his build but you know uh he plays really well and he can cover sideline to sideline and look i get the dynamic that was awesome with with the mario uh the quan alexander but i i would be highly shocked if he's not on the team in week one um i just don't think it'll be the Saints at this point but you know you never know what happens with injuries that's Mm-hmm. A factor you just don't really account for. And, uh, you know, same thing with guys like Ndamukong Sue, who fans have kind of floated out there and people are just talking about, man, Saints would be a great fit. Those are guys that, you know, you just have to watch out and pay attention to see how things play out. But it can happen. You never say never. And uh, you will just have to see where we are in, in about a couple of weeks because we're going to hit a major yeah. lull after minicamp. Yeah, no doubt. My question is not about – bringing in Quan as maybe the starter. If Werner has earned that position, that's fine. But my question is, again, what happens if there's an injury? And having a guy like Quan Alexander on this team would really help, especially, again, uh, when, when you've, we're waiting on Zach Bond to take the next step. He hasn't done that yet. Ellis has shown flashes at times. You draft a guy in, DeMar- in DeMarco Jackson, but he's probably going to be, again, a project this year. So, again, there is, a, there is room for another linebacker on this team, especially a linebacker like Quan Alexander. Hopefully they can get something done. But up to this point, obviously the Saints have moved on. It'll be interesting to see, again, how this plays out. Yeah, look, and I'm glad you mentioned Zach Bond because to me he's one of these guys that is going to have to have an outstanding uh, uh, training camp. I think he's on the roster bubble myself. I just not that he's not a talented player, but look, um, guys like 
you, you see Caden Ellis, the return that they've gotten with him, and he's more of a special teams guy, but he's also their starting Sam linebacker. So, I mean, he's gotten a lot more playing time than Zach Vaughn has for a good bit. And they've tried with Zach Vaughn. It just hasn't worked out. And, look, nobody's going to say he's a, a bust yet, but, you know, he's one of those guys that I could see that when it comes down to final cuts, if he just doesn't cut the mustard and somebody like DeMarco Jackson outplays him, or somebody like Andrew Dow who comes in and, and just kind of shows him up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, then he could be somebody that's expendable and, and the guy that we don't talk a little bit about, but the veteran that has been in camp um, so far and is, has been in uh, taking reps alongside Pete Warner and its starter is Eric Wilson, the veteran that they right. got. So, look, he looked? Uh, you know, a lot of things can change, and, and I think he's going to be fine. Uh, but, you know, we see when DeMario gets back, it, uh, you know, yep. those things are – things you pay attention to and things that kind of matter as you go through it. You know, nothing's really set in stone until, you know, it is. (laughs) Got two minutes left. Give us some players that, again, that have impressed you so far. Yeah, look, I think first week I'd say Lucas Kroll is one of those guys, right? And he was somebody that obviously has got an opportunity to move up the depth chart just because the tight end spot is a little bit uncertain. Uh, Bryce Thompson is another one. I thought he looked outstanding last week. Very hard to notice. Um, Justin Evans is another guy. He's a great story, comeback guy that, you know, they played for Tampa. He's another one that I've really been impressed with, too. Um, and then as far as that goes, I mean, you know, look, other players, uh, normal guys that you would expect. I mean, guys like uh, Jarvis Landry made a huge first impression on us. And, uh, you know, it's been obviously Jameis. And look, I think Danny Dalton's done fine, too. I think he's a veteran guy that, you know, you look at last year, they had the flip-flop with Taysom and Jameis, but, um, you know, I think Andy Dalton is a guy that's going to prove himself as a, a very good insurance policy for this team. John, I always appreciate your time, man, um, and uh, thanks so much for giving, for joining us today. Won't you tell the folks once again uh, every everything you're involved with and how they can follow you on social media? Absolutely. Definitely check us out. Um, you know, I'm on Twitter at John J. Hendricks. Check out John, unfortunately, your cell's dropping out on us. We appreciate the time as always, my friend. That's John Hendricks, again, Saints News, SI Now, uh, Boot Crew Media, and so much more. And don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Your AC breaks down. They're there to take care of you, even on a holiday weekend, like happened to us on Memorial Day weekend, where, again, middle of the night, wake up, AC's not, not, not blowing cold air. Uh, woke up the next morning, called. Uh, they were at my home by noon. By, by 12.30, we were up and running. And it was a simple, uh, you know, a simple little uh, 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 capacitor that went bad on, on, on the um, system. And no having to say, I got to go to the supply house. Nothing frustrates you more, right? Then we got to go to the supply house and get, and get a, a part right there on the truck for us. Uh, if you have an issue with your air conditioning system, Burkhardt has 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, truly a company you can trust. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks Neptunia Gin, limited edition trend in the super premium gin category. Reach for one now at your favorite spirit store. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Are you in the market for a new job? We can help. Attend Cumulus Media's virtual job fair going on now. See open positions at Los Efes Grill, Woodhouse Day Spa, Minton Dentistry, Silver Slipper Casino, Lakeview Harbor, Juniors on Harrison, Church's Karate, Republic National Distributing Company, and Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. Go to NashFM1061.com and click on the Cumulus Job Fair link. Dear Dad, this year we're making Father's Day extra special with the Untucket shirts that you love. Untucket has the styles that'll make your summer great, from wrinkle-free shirts to performance polos and more. They're designed to be worn untucked, so you can always feel sharp even at your most casual. Father's Day is June 19th. If you still need a gift, check out the new summer styles at Untucket.com or one of 80-plus Untucket stores. Use code DAD for 20% off your first purchase. Untucket shirts, designed to be worn untucked. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. I want to thank John Hendricks and also Tommy Christen for joining us in the program. Don't forget about my man Dave Meat over Dave Meat Insurance. I'm telling you right now, uh, I'm happy. My family's happy. Uh, we finally got through all the insurance uh, um, uh, crap. <laughs> Can I call it that right? Uh, and uh, one of the reasons why, and we got we got our claims fully paid, was Dave Miet from Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, D-A-V-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Dave was with us every step of the way uh, through our, our multiple supplemental claims. He guided us through the deal. So, again, we didn't end up, end up having to get an attorney to be able to go and take the insurance company to court. You want that kind of customer service? Uh, bring your insurance over to Dave Miet Insurance. That's 504-556-0809. You want to save, call Dave. That's Dave Miet Insurance at 504-556-0809 for an insurance agent who cares about you. That's Dave Miet Insurance. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Tongue up in my mind. give myself a good talk into this time. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie.
man, Eric Asher. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Digital platforms that you can download for free that you can take the show with you anywhere. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, and all you got to do is, again, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Uh, and, of course, uh, Anchor is our home base, but as mentioned, we're on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, LSU up 4-3, to three, uh, bottom of the sixth uh, over USM uh, in, an, in a winner-take-all game out of Southern, uh, Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. We'll try to keep you up to date on that as we go forward today. Uh, we're going to be joined by Kyle Mosley of SI.com. Uh, he'll join us at 535 this afternoon. And, of course, uh, this program today is brought to you by our good friends at uh, Hendricks Neptunia, part of the William Grant, po- Grant Portfolio of Spirits. Uh, it is a um, uh, super premium gin uh, that is a limited edition. And much like Midsummer Solstice, much like, again, Lunar, fast becoming one of the highest-selling limited edition spirits in the super, gin, super, gin, super premium gin category. Uh, and just a fantastic spirit for you, folks. Uh, first of all, again, we've talked about it in the past. Uh, this is a limited edition spirit. So ultimately, if uh, if you want to enjoy it, you go out and get a, get a few bottles now uh, because it was uh, released in March, and you have until March of next year until or until it's 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 done. Uh, to be able to, again, get out there and enjoy it. Uh, we had a lot of people that were uh, hemming and hawing about uh, uh, Lunar and Summer Solstice. They thought it would be here forever. It wasn't. It was, again, uh, that those first two limited releases were uh, were big hits. And, of course, this one is no different. It's with Hendrix Neptunia. Um, uh, again, you can uh, get out there to your favorite spirit store. It's in all of the, of the major spirit stores out there right now here in the New Orleans area, so it's pretty easy to find. Uh, again, it should be at um, uh, most of your uh, bars uh, and, of course, your restaurants, especially those that, that again, carry William Grant products. Uh, and it is a fantastic, um, uh, fantastic spirit for you to be able to go out and enjoy. Again, notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh notes of citrus. It's an uh, alluring juniper character. It's linked by deep, earthy notes of locally sourced uh, Scottish seaside, seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and, of course, has an unmistakable crisp citrus finish. Uh, this can be, again, uh, th- this Hendrix Gin, uh, Hendrix Neptunia, one of a kind uh, when it comes to the portfolio of Hendrix Gin and also William Grant. Get out there and enjoy a bottle of Hendrix Neptunia Gin. All right. A little bit, uh, we're going to, uh, again, let me just give you some quick headlines. LSU, again, up 4-3, to three, uh, top of, uh, bottom of the sixth uh, against Southern Miss. Uh, in an elimination game for both. It's winner-take-all. Uh, and uh, the Coral Gables Regional is still going on, so we don't know, again, who e- who either one of these winners will play as of yet. Uh, Louisiana Tech, Southeastern Louisiana, ULL, all go down this weekend, losing their regionals. But, again, great seasons for all three. 
Uh, Golden State last night tied the uh, NBA Finals uh, uh, Series 1-1 with a win over Boston in San Francisco. Now, the uh, series moves to Boston for Wednesday and Friday night uh, with, again, the series tied at 1. It's week 3 of OTAs for the Saints. Uh, the, the media will be allowed once again at the facility on Thursday. And then next week is minicamp, three-day minicamp, which, again, is mandatory uh, for, again, the players to be able to be uh, in the facility and taking part. And then finally, C.J. McCollum, uh, as an analyst for ESPN, talked this week about Zion Williamson. Uh, when asked again about Zion, his maturity, et cetera, said that he's going to take Zion under his arms. He's going to guide the young star. And that's got to be good news for anybody that's a Pelican fan out there. Uh, because um, it seems as though he needs a little bit of guidance uh, just on how to learn how to be a pro, take care of your body, etc. And then, of course, to be able to work on that his weaknesses in the offseason, which we hope he does in this particular offseason. Though we talked last week to Chris Dotson, a Pelican scoop part of the SI Network, and, and one of the things he talked about was that, again, they're already getting, when the players are already getting together to be able to figure out where they're going to hold these, these little mini camps for themselves. Uh, they're going to go to Spain with Hernan Gomez, uh, probably out to Phoenix with, uh, with Brandon Ingram, maybe a possibility of, again, doing another one out in Los Angeles. So the team is getting together, going to do their own mini camps and work out together, uh, again, ahead of, again, uh, training camp, which is not that far away uh, with, again, uh, uh, October, the end of October, the opening of the NBA season. But we shift gears today. Um, I've said it many times on this program. Uh, I love my city. And uh, th- there's a reason why I don't talk politics as much as I did in, in, in the past. And a lot of it has to do with, again, it falling on deaf ears. Not, not much has changed. Matter of fact, it's gotten worse since Katrina. It's gotten worse. Yes, we've had times in the history of this city where, again, it, 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 looked, um, it looked really bad with, again, uh, a police force on the take, uh, 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 criminals that have become policemen, okay, uh, that were maybe as bad as the, some of the criminals in this, in this city, uh, the criminal activity in this city where the murders were at an all-time high. Uh, but, uh, and then, of course, from an economic standpoint, uh, the struggles of, again, of moving from, a, from, again, a major port city to, an, in, in a lot of cases, uh, be, becoming a tourist attraction. And... You know, one of the things that we didn't want to do after Katrina was become a boutique city. We're, we're, we're on our way. We're on our way. Because, again, the, the way that, that this city is right now, I'm sorry, there are no major corporations and there are domicile here in New Orleans. It's already tough enough right now when you start talking about um, the, the issues that we have to deal with uh, when, when, it, when, it, when it comes just to, again, dealing with hurricanes, right? And, and everything that, that has to, you know, and uh, trying to keep, keep our, our, um, our corporations here. It's tough enough. But then you add now the education system, which has failed. Yes, you could talk about charter schools all you want. That looks like a failure at this point. All right? That was the big experiment. And so far, it looks like a failure. Now, now you look at um, the, the, the situation with crime, which is now out of control, that incubator that was uh, Hurricane Katrina, and a lot of these kids that were, they were brought back to New Orleans without, uh, without um, uh, parental guidance. Uh, and now you look back and, and you look at who are the criminals at uh, who, what the age of the criminals now, and it kind of coincides with, again, uh, what, ha- what, what with Katrina or a byproduct of Katrina. Uh, the, uh, and, and, of course, we continue to be in, in, this, in this cycle of ineptness here in, this, here in the city of New Orleans, despite still being, uh, again, a place where people love to visit, uh, love to enjoy the ambiance of the city. 
Okay, people from all over the world. But to say that there is lawlessness in the lawlessness in the city of New Orleans is an understatement, an absolute understatement. This weekend, two separate videos on social media to depict how bad it has become in New Orleans. The first one looks like it's on Rampart Street. It shows drivers in cars doing donuts on a street in full blue of an NOPD car once again. But in this case, the, the, the crowd is seen, okay, jumping on the police car with a patrolman uh, in, in, inside the, the, the NOPD cruiser, okay, uh, jumping, kicking, I mean, you know, uh, punching the, the, the vehicle. I mean, uh, and then the NOPD cruiser, again, with the lights and siren going, trying to escape to get, to get out of the, uh, the uh, get out of, away, escape the out-of-control crowd. Yes, escape the out-of-control crowd, ladies and gentlemen, which means there was no help coming for this officer. This officer was literally trying to escape the crowd with no backup, okay? No show of force by the NOPD. Amazing. Okay, I mean, and then the crowd was going wild that they could do this. Nothing but lawlessness, okay, out of control crowd. It was empowered enough to do donuts around the police car. Then again, the kicking and jumping on the cruiser as the, as the officer tried to escape. It was like something out of a movie, okay? But yet it was a Sunday afternoon in New Orleans. It's amazing. It only gets worse. There was another video at Cali Open Annunciation that showed multiple individuals stopping traffic with cars doing donuts, and then thugs openly carrying automatic and semi-automatic weapons with extended gun, gun clips. It looked like something out of Iraq. I mean, really, literally, it looked like something out of Iraq. No NOPD officers to be found. Not even, no one in the vicinity. Meanwhile, the mayor of New Orleans, Latoya Cantrell, out of town once again, this time on another junket, this time at the U.S. Conference of Mayors in Reno, Nevada, okay? It's amazing. She becomes mayor and she goes on a world tour. I mean, look, if you want to travel and, and you can't afford to travel on your own, become mayor of New Orleans because, again, then the traveling's on us, okay? We foot the bill for the travel. And believe me, she's taking advantage of every single junket she can take advantage of in her second term. She took advantage of enough of them in the first term, and it seemed like every time she went on one of these junkets, there was a disaster that happened uh, in this town. Now it's just take the junket, and she could care less what happens at home. Okay? She is spending more time on junkets, and then, of course, got to cut the ribbons, right? Got to cut the ribbons because you got to get your name on, on a plaque that says, again, you're, that the street was repaired on your watch. <laughs> Considering, again, the mess that Landrew left, Again, with, with, again, all this money to repair streets and sidewalks and the underground infrastructure and never got more than maybe 10% of it done, 45% of it done now. Again, and you're talking about Katrina it was in 2005. We're in danger of losing that money, and she's only worried about cutting a ribbon and getting her name on a plaque or, again, going on the next junket. Give me a break. Give me a break. Okay, she's spending more time on these junkets and cutting ribbons than finding a solution to the out-of-control crime problem that we have in this city. An out-of-control crime problem that, again, it looks like it has no end. Now, dig this. She was at this convention, and she picked up an award from, the, from again, the other mayors for the Mayor's Police Reform and, and Racial Justice Grant Program. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wait a minute. She gets an award for anything that's remotely tied to policing as a joke, an absolute joke. On, on her watch, 
We've become Baghdad, the Baghdad of the United States. No respect for law enforcement, no respect for the police, okay? We have homegrown urban terrorists who do what they want to do, take what they want to take, kill who they want to kill, and again, with no fear of retribution by the criminal justice system. The quest for constitutional policing has backfired, okay? And lawlessness, lawlessness is the result. And that's the truth, ladies and gentlemen, okay? The consent decree was all about constitutional policing. But like it has done in the other cities that it's been in, it has backfired. And now we have lawlessness in this city. Every citizen in every neighborhood is at risk, both native and visitor alike. It does not matter who you are, where you live, whether you came from out of town, what neighborhood you're in, everyone is at risk. The I-10 is a shooting gallery, literally. In my lifetime, I can never remember anybody getting shot on the I-10 since, the, since Cantrell has taken over. Again, it seems like a weekly, if not daily, occurrence, especially out in New Orleans East. Carjackings out of control at an all-time high. Murders at an all-time high. Armed robberies at an all-time high. Assault with, with again, a deadly weapon at an all-time high. Last week, a man sitting in his home in, in, in Marigny, had, had his house sprayed with bullets from an automatic weapon. Got it on tape. Got it on, again, did, did, the, did the perpetrator worry about the fact that he was being, being videoed? No. He just went out and, again, sprayed bullets with an automatic weapon like you'd see in a war zone. This weekend, an uptown couple followed, followed home from dinner and carjacked in front of their home. Carjacked in front of their home. A man in the, in the Irish Channel said he's so fed up with having his windows broken that he's decided to leave his windows down, no, no matter the weather, because it's too expensive to continue to have to be able to have his windows replaced until he can make arrangements to move out of the city. It's a man that's lived in, lived in the Irish Channel most of his life, but feels now he has to leave. The consent decree, which began again, uh, as, as again, was supposed to be able to help uh, get the police force under control. Instead, began the mass exodus of veteran New Orleans police officers. Between the Landrew and Cantrell administration, they have now finished off what's left of the NOPD, which now has, are you waiting for this, folks? Are you waiting? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're driving, two hands on the wheel and squeeze tightly. 989 officers remain. 989. That's, that's on the force. That doesn't take into account those that are on vacation, those that may be, again, on, 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 on injury leave or sick leave, those that, again, that may be suspended. 989 officers. By the end of the year, according to Travis Mackle of Channel 6, Sport, of Channel 6 News, they expect to have an all-time low of 898 officers to be able to patrol the entire city of New Orleans. That includes the tourist attractions. This is a force that's supposed to be 1,600 to 1,700 officers, and by the end of the year, it's a, the expectation is 898 officers, under, under 900. And let, let me tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, the vast majority of them, probably five years and under. Now, again, again I don't have that as, as gospel, but I'm telling you right now, take a look at the officers that are driving around the city of New Orleans or you encounter. They are young. They are very young. They are younger than I've ever seen in the history of this city, okay, at least during my lifetime, okay. The veteran officers have moved on, okay. 
The consent decree tied the hands of the NOPD and effectively neutered them, making them report writers. I talked about this years ago, what was going on, okay? Uh, Instead of, again, being crime fighters, they were report writers. It signaled the end of proactive policing in this city, which, again, was at least holding the crime down some because you were being proactive and going after, after criminals, okay? Proactive policing ended in the name of constitutional policing. And the city, since 2012, has spent over $55 million on this consent decree. Now think about that, over $55 million. They've lost hundreds of veteran police officers, and in that time, crime has spiraled out of control. And this is not something that we're seeing that is unique to New Orleans. You look at the most recent times, and again, that cities and the federal government has come in and put uh, those cities in a consent decree. Uh, it has cost them money, and again, it has cost them also valuable, uh, valuable veteran police officers who have moved on. Okay, and, if, and and we see it all the time. We see it all, and it happened here. The criminals know that the police hands are tied. Okay, they know there are not enough police on the street now to deter the criminal activity. They also know the courts are broken. Okay, they know the DA's office is in disarray. And they know that Paris Prison, which, by the way, is also under consent decree to a tune of $17 million a year, right, is as dangerous as it always was. But now, here's the difference. It's a true revolving door. Why? Because of a progressive DA who, again, who actually ran on, again, not, not, uh, not um, trying juveniles as adults, and, and, of course, ultimately is trying to make deals with criminals to be able to, again, uh, to be able to spike up his record, but not, again, keep, keeping those criminals in jail. And when it comes to jail, <laughs> come on, okay? We got, a, we got a progressive criminal sheriff who doesn't believe in incarceration. We have inept judges on both the adult and juvenile court system, which, again, are, are the genesis of the issues we're having right now in, in terms of, again, out-of-control crime. Because, again, the criminals know that if they ultimately go to jail, it won't be for long. It's a revolving door. Okay, there are no consequences for their actions. All the federal consent decrees have done is make New Orleans a much more dangerous place to live, work, and visit. And that is the truth, ladies and gentlemen. The intent was for a police force to be able to follow the Constitution when dealing with the public. Instead, it's empowered criminals and it's depleted the, the, the ranks of the NOPD to the point where there is no fear of arrest. There is no fear of conviction, of jail time for these criminals in Arlene's Parish. It's the wild, wild west, and the mayor is oblivious, okay? Ignoring the city's most pressing problem, the lack of NOPD officers and, and a criminal element that is emboldened, there's no fear of incarceration. None. No fear at all. The videos that were taken this weekend, okay, show the city is a dangerous place with no leadership to fix the problem. That's the problem in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen. You've got a mayor who's ignoring the biggest problem, okay, the biggest cancer that has engulfed this city, which is, again, uh, again the, the, the crime problem that we have here. And the fact that from, from juveniles to adults, there are no consequences for criminal activity. None. Zero. And now you have a police force under 1,000, okay, trying to patrol an entire city and, oh, by the way, keep the tourist attractions safe as well. It's almost impossible. I've never been one, ever been one, to be able to, again, call for the National Guard. But, you know, during these summer months, it might be something that the governor has to think about. We are, again... We are undermanned when it came, comes to New Orleans Police Department. When it comes to the NOPD at this point, again, we don't have enough seasoned officers to be able to protect the city at this point. And 
when all you have to do is look at what happened this weekend with, again, individuals feeling so emboldened and brazen that, again, they could bring out automatic weapons on, on a city street and, and take videos of those while, again, donuts are stopping traffic on, on, on one section of town. Me, meanwhile, across town, individuals are attacking a police car, and there is no backup. If this happened in Jefferson Parish, within three minutes, ten cars would be there to be able to protect that officer. That officer had no protection. How do you expect to be able to, again, uh, to be able to woo officers from other jurisdictions to the New Orleans? I don't care how much you pay them if ultimately they don't know if they're going to be able to come home every evening. It's a tough enough job as it is. But right now, with the lack of leadership that we have at the mayor's office, and again, this goes back to the previous administration as well, they have single-handedly killed the New Orleans Police Department and, and, and its veteran leadership. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, these, these, these videos will go viral. These, we see them now. Within a few days, the people around the country will see them. Within a few days, people around the world will see them. What's that doing, again, for, for, the, the, uh, for, for the city of New Orleans when, when it comes to, again, wooing visitors, which is the bedrock of our economy now? Tourism. Tourism. No, it's very frustrating, and, and again, it's very sad to know, again, that we were once the queen city of the South. We were once a safe place to be able to, again, live, play, and, and enjoy, again, the, the, the ambiance of New Orleans. How many of you are going out and enjoying New Orleans these days? Not many, because, again, you're worried about your vehicle being broken into, getting carjacked to your vehicle, maybe getting arm ro- robbed. It's, it's, it's a sad state of affairs here in New Orleans right now, and it comes from lack of leadership and a mayor that is oblivious. How could you go on another junket knowing you're leaving this city like, you, like you've left it? But it continues. On the flip side, you've got a city council that, again, at least four to five members want to be mayor, but none of them had the guts enough to be able to run against her this term, so they leave us in limbo, treading water once again, barely with our, with our nose above water, trying to be able to survive as a city with an inept mayor and a criminal justice system that's broken and a police force that, again, is under 1,000 for a city this size. God, pray for the city of New Orleans. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. You've heard the latest news, traffic, and weather, but there's something else you should hear. Consider getting a COVID 19 booster, as recommended by the CDC. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. 10 eastbound, your delays are solid from Orleans to the high-rise. Also look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection, delays are steady from before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays solid if you're traveling along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Also look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. In the meantime, look out for an accident at St. Anne at North Claiborne. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. 
DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying. Mm -hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you can do? You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory Nail Line in Mattery. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. You go to southerntire.com, check out all the service they provide for their customers, including, again, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Something for everyone's um, budget, no matter what you drive. The largest selection of rims also in the metropolitan area. And if they don't have the rim you're looking for, they can get it for you. Uh, also, again, a, uh, ASC certified technicians. 
Uh, and, and, of course, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get at Southern Tire. I mean, it's all backed up by the Piazza family. We've had Southern Tire since 1972. You want quality auto repairs? You want the best deals on tires? Think Southern Tire, Hickon Airline uh, in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. That's Southern Tire, open Monday through Saturday, uh, ready for your vehicle right now at Southern Tire, Hickon Airline in Metairie. Also, don't forget Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, remember Burkhardt. Look, you're going to get uh, multiple prices. At least ask Burkhardt to be, again, be part of, again, the, the companies that you are inviting to be able to, again, um, uh, you know, replace your air conditioning system at your home or your business. Uh, a company that stands behind their work. Honesty is the bedrock. And, of course, again, authorize the self of the top brands in the industry. Authorize to service all brands. Nate certified technicians. Uh, with 15 trucks in the field and a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home for emergency service. And, of course, emergency service, they got you covered 365 days a year. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, uh, today's program brought to you by Hep- Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, this limited edition spirit is available in your favorite spirit store, demanded at your favorite restaurant or your favorite bar. It's only here for a short time, just much like, again, uh, Midsummer Solstice. Um, and, and, of course, uh, 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 Lunar. So, again, it's only, uh, only going to be available for you for a year, inspired by the magic of the sea. Get out there and enjoy, again, a bottle of Hendrix Neptunia Gin. All right, joining us in the program now uh, from SI Now, uh, Saints News, and he's going to tell Pelican Scoop. I mean, he's the uh, managing editor, uh, is my good friend Kyle Mosley. He joins us on the program now. Kyle, how are you? What's going on, Mr. Asher? How you doing, sir? Doing fine, my friend. How are you today? Doing good. Doing good, man. Beautiful day. Yes, it is. By the way, LSU up 4-3, to three, top of the 7th uh, against USM. Uh, and of course, uh, there's a, looks like there's a man on base on second for the uh, uh, for, for for USM. Uh, but Kyle, tell us about um, uh, all you're involved in. You've expanded uh, again your your um, your network to include include the Pelicans, HBCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us all about it. Yeah, uh, well, we've been fortunate enough to cover the New Orleans Saints for a number of years. Uh, now we are also covering the New Orleans Pelicans as well as HBCU sports across the nation. So um, we have a great team. Uh, John Hendricks is a part of that as well as Bob Rose. Uh, You also have Chris Dodson, uh, David Grubb, and Terry Kimball on the Pelican Scoop, and uh, myself as well as we have guest writers that come in and uh, report on the HBCU sports scene. Cal Mosley is with us. Well, he'll tell you how to be able to follow him on Twitter and check out everything's involved in as we finish up our interview. First of all, let's talk a bit about the New Orleans Saints. Uh, your thoughts, two, two weeks of OTAs, uh, how things are going thus far? Well, based upon what we have learned, uh, I think the Saints having Tyron Matthew as well as Landry to come in, come in and be immediately inserted into – uh, the thick of things, so to speak, right? I, I think it's, it's great for the Saints right now because a lot of people were concerned about the transition away from Sean Payton. Uh, Dennis Allen, who once was a head coach and has been a longtime assistant for many a year in New Orleans, we know that he understands the, the transition. 
and the importance of coming out the blocks well in New Orleans. And I think having Jameis, man, to think about seven months ago, he was laying on that turf in Caesars Superdome uh, with the torn ACL and partially torn MCL. And now you see him out there uh, participating in OTAs. It has to be a, a jolt of uh, excitement to not only the fans, but also to the New Orleans Saints teammates, uh, as well as the New Orleans Saints brass to see this happening, you know. Uh, but that's a, what he is. He's a leader. And uh, I like what uh, Jarvis Landry said was the fact that uh, Jameis was one of the primary reasons for him to sign with New Orleans. Um but then you have all the naysayers from the national scene, <laughs> like Colin Cowherd, who mm-hmm. uh, said some really, uh, really questionable things about Jameis, you know, especially calling him a goofy on the air. I, I was really taken aback about that. But I, I like what the, the team is, you know, developing into right now, Eric. And you have to like some of the draft picks like Taylor and some of these uh, undrafted guys who may be able to contribute as well. Well, the main thing is what they did in the offseason was give Jameis Winston weapons. It, it was something they didn't give him last year. It wasn't fair to Jameis Winston taking over for Drew Brees to be weaponless. He's got weapons this year to deal with. Yeah, man. And think about this. If you have – a downfield presence, intermediate presence, and you always have Michael Thomas available at any level, right? I, I think you have right there three guys, like Jarvis Landry said, three guys who are going to be a problem. You have to account for a lobby. Uh, I think he is really a well-polished route runner so early in his career. Um but then you still have the maturation of um, Marquez Callaway, and you have Deontay Harris, and you always have Traquan Smith. But you look at that receiving core, somebody is going to be left out. You know, and you have a, the young kid, uh, Dixon, uh, who is a raging Cajun. He's there as an undrafted guy, but they're giving him the opportunity to make the team one way, shape, or form. So I I just think Jameis has the great weapons that you need. The one question mark we do have, and it's still lingering over the New Orleans Saints, is what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara. And I know his uh, hearing has been pushed back to August, and uh, we'll see from there exactly what's going to occur in that hearing. And also, we have to consider the fact that the NFL may be uh, having all eyes on it as well uh, when it comes to suspensions and things of that night. Like, So we really don't know what's going to happen, but I, I still believe that the Saints are setting Jameis up as well as themselves for success in 2022-23. Kyle Mosley's with us. Kyle, um, if you look at this team now, uh, if they had to, let's say if the season started within a couple of weeks and this was the, what they were going to war with, um, name a position or positions where you still feel like they need some work, where they need, need, need to add a veteran or two. Running back. Running back 
really concerns me. So if you don't have Jameis and you have a 30-plus-old Marcus Ingram, what's really going to happen there? You have Tony Jones, I understand, and you have uh, a, a divine exebo, I understand. But I would think the Saints, because they try to bring in two veterans like Sony Michelle and um, was it David Johnson, right? And uh, they signed elsewhere. But you have to believe that's a position that the New Orleans Saints going into the season would like to address with at least another veteran on the roster. Um, and sometimes during training camp, you have those shakeups, you have those trades, you have those situations where guys get cut, released, that uh, we may be able to uh, sign somebody. But I, I think that's one position. Another position is the tight end position for me. And I, I know they have uh, Vanette and Holtz and uh, Adam Troutman and Juwan mm-hmm. Johnson. You would need to consider the fact, and it also we, we forget about Taysom Hill is now a tight end, right? Um, but I still think if there is somebody who has a little bit more range out there for the New Orleans Saints and becomes available, that might be a position to address. And uh, I think another position would be along the, the guard spot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, Pete and Ruiz, those guys have to step it up this season, but uh, having some depth behind those guys may be somebody uh, who's out there who could be a swing position player, can play yes. either guard, tackle something to that nature as well. And then the last one would be linebackers. Uh, You know, DeMario's getting up in age, but he's playing at his all-pro level, and we know he's going to be great. Um, But then you question what's happening with Zach Bond. Is he on the bubble? Is he one of those guys you're going to rely on? And they drafted the young guy, Jackson. So, and you know what you're going to get from Pete Warner. He's going to be a tackling machine. But I was, I was kind of uh, taken aback by the fact that the Saints did not uh, pursue Quan Alexander or at least extend an offer to him to to return to the uh, squad. So, you know, that's an area that they may be scouring, uh, looking for veteran talent as well. Uh, so, we'll see if they're able to shore up any of those positions that I feel are still concerns. Yeah. Uh, as far as Quan Alexander goes, I agree with you. I think they, they definitely need to re-sign him. Uh, if, if for anything, again, quality depth, uh, um, again, maybe Werner beats him out. Maybe he doesn't at this point. It, it is what it is. But, again, we know there's some attrition at, at, that, at that particular position, even though they only normally play two players, uh, you know, only playing two linebackers. So I agree with you there. Um, Rank the Saints uh, as as far as uh, a lot of people, again, believe that Tampa Bay is going to repeat as division champions. I, I say it's wide open. What are your thoughts on the division? Yeah, I, mean, I have to agree with you there, Eric, because the Saints have had Tampa's number in the regular season with Tom Brady being there, right? And I don't see that Tampa team being a knockout type of team. Uh, of course, people say whenever you have Tom Brady, any team could be a potential knockout team, right? But I don't really see where they are scaring anybody in the 
NFC right now. NFC is kind of wide open. Uh, I know a lot of people still like Green Bay. A lot of people still want to see what's going to happen with those guys. But you have teams that have improved during the offseason. You still have Dallas that's trying to improve. The Commanders, they've done pretty good in improving their squad as well. Uh, Then you have some of these guys like the Eagles you have to pay attention to as well as what's going to happen with the Vikings. So I think the Saints still have a potential – I, I wouldn't put it past them if the Saints were able to upset Tampa a couple of times this season again and also position themselves to capture the NFC South title. Uh, so when you say who's the favorite, and, of course, a lot of the uh, guys in Vegas like to say Tampa Bay, I think you have to also consider the Saints are right there nipping at their heels. I think that, again, that, 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 that if anything, it's a dead heat. I mean, I just uh, I look at the changes they've made in Tampa. I look at the changes that uh, I look at the upgrades they've made in New Orleans. Uh, yes, again, you've got some changes in the coaching staff, but I think they mirror each other from both clubs. And um, I think the Saints have a have a top five defense. And I think that ultimately this team will go as far as Jameis Winston takes them. If Jameis is the guy we saw in the first seven games of last year uh, with weapons this time around, I think a lot of people in Vegas, a lot of people around the league are going to f- going to figure out again that you know that uh, maybe they didn't get the respect they needed to the New Orleans Saints, which to me I think is fine because you know as usual, at least it seems recent in recent time, um, a lot of the national media down on the Saints. Uh, and and um, and maybe again, that's a motivational tool for them. Yeah, but all always every season you have where the national media is dumping on somebody somewhere, yeah. and usually it's because there's a lack of knowledge and understanding what's happening within those systems. They only see the um, the surface level reports versus the the uh, getting ingrained into the. Um, the, the interviews and understanding the personalities on those teams. So I, I take their uh, approach to evaluating the Saints with a grain of salt. Now, when it comes to New Orleans, I think when you look at how Mickey Loomis has been able to build the team and keep certain players, think about this. They had a $77 million deficit that they had to whittle down and they did not get rid of one player in doing so. And now they're able to still sign players and have cap space available to keep signing players. So that's a, a, a really kudos to them. But Eric, let's be, let's be honest about this one thing, man. Uh, you've been covering New Orleans sports for many, 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 many a year. And you've seen it hands down, when usually the New Orleans Saints have been underdogs, they rise up to the challenge and they have done something remarkable, right? Nobody saw that coming mm-hmm. in 2006. Nobody right. saw that coming these past several years where they were 13-3 and 12-4 and and stuff to that nature, right? So I, I think the New Orleans Saints still have an opportunity uh, with the talent that's in the building to write a new era for New Orleans Saints football under Dennis Allen. 
Uh, with that said, um, talk about the, the rookie class and, and how much you think they are going to contribute this season. Well, uh, well, the first two picks, of course, I believe they're going to contribute heavily. I think Taylor's going to be an outstanding find. He might be one of those gems, right? Uh, the other guys, uh, Jackson may be one of those quiet guys that could take over Zach Bond's position. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he's fast. He has uh, a good personality. He's very strong as well. So I, I, I look at that as being one of those uh, camp, you know, camp position battles that you have to keep your eye on. So uh, I I'm, I'm don't know too much about what's happening with the young defensive tackle, Jackson, at this time. But, uh, you know, we, we have a full camp ahead of us to be able to uh, make heads and shoulders of what's going to happen with him. No, no doubt about it. Um, Kyle, tell us about everything you are involved in. Again, as, uh, uh, for, for those that, that, that enjoy HBCU, uh, again, the NBA, the NFL, you got them covered. Tell us all about it. Yeah, yeah. You guys can check us out at Pelican Scoop on Sports Illustrated Fan Nation as well as HBCU Legends on Sports Illustrated Fan Nation uh, as well as Saints News Network. Uh, so uh, we have good teams. Uh, we're building up our, our own squad behind the scenes to be able to produce the best content for the Pelican fans and the Houdat Nation and everybody who loves what's happening with like Southern Groundland and Jackson State and all those uh, great teams that are really going to be uh, in national limelight these coming years uh, to come. So, you know, whenever you have a guy like Q Jackson who takes over with Grambling and Deion Sanders at Jackson State, you got to yep. keep your fingers crossed and say, hey, what's the next storyline that's coming out every day? <laughs> yep, no doubt. So, and it's again, good. And good uh, stuff. And the same thing with Pels, too. Pels are looking up. Uh, eighth pick in the draft. Things are looking up for them, and I think the Saints are going to be a contender for the Super Bowl when it's all said and done. Great coverage, yeah. again, by Kyle Mosley and his crew. How, how can Kyle, how can they follow you on social media? Yeah, you can follow me at KTMOZE on Twitter, and you can also follow us at Saints News and at Pelican Scoop, as well as at HBCU Legends on Twitter as well. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate the time. We'll be checking in with you soon. All right. Thanks, Eric. Take care. Kyle Mosley again uh, with us. Appreciate his time. Hey, don't don't forget, sign a service agreement with Burkhart. You give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhart is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits. They'll contact you and let you know when it's time to schedule that fall or, fall or winter or spring or summer inspections on your AC and heating system. Uh, they'll get priority scheduling. If you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line of service. And then, of course, 10% discount on demand emergency service because Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your system. It's going to extend that equipment life. It's going to make sure that, again, that it operates safely. And, of course, it's going to reduce your energy bills. Service agreements with Burkhardt, consider it acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back.
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your signs just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Attention hurricane victims of New Orleans. Here's something I bet you didn't know. Hurricanes are the most underpaid claims there are. Insurance companies know they can get away with a lot after a hurricane, and what they pay you is normally way less than you deserve. You need a payout in your favor, not theirs. Remember, you are the victim, not them. Don't get taken by some adjuster trying to make a name for themselves, saving their company thousands by slow paying, lowballing, or denying your claim. You pay them to have help when you need it most, but when it comes time for them to pay you, all you get is denied, delayed, and underpaid. The folks over at Clear Claim Public Adjusters know what it's like. They've made hurricane claims their number one priority. Let them inspect and give you an estimate showing all the things your insurance probably left off or undervalued. This means thousands more in your pocket. You have nothing to lose, only money to gain. That's right, they will give you their expert opinion for free. Remember, even if you already filed and got paid, they can probably get you a lot more money. They even take calls till midnight. Call 504-677-8000. Are you in the market for a new job? We can help. Attend Cumulus Media's virtual job fair going on now. See open positions at Los Efes Grill, Woodhouse Day Spa, Minton Dentistry, Silver Slipper Casino, Lakeview Harbor, Juniors on Harrison, Church's Karate, Republic National Distributing Company, and Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. Go to NashFM1061.com and click on the Cumulus Job Fair link.
All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Right now, LSU, they have to be the cardiac Cax again. Down 5-4. This is loaded. Top of the seventh. Uh, and uh, Vetmeyer on the mound. So, again, hopefully LSU will get out of the seventh in, in, inning without any more damage. And uh, we can be talking about an LSU win moving on to the Super Regionals tomorrow. I want to thank uh, Tommy Chrysan, John Hendricks, and Kyle Mosley for joining us. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. I want to thank Ken Hendricks, Neptunia Gin, the title sponsor of our Monday show, and all the William Grant products, as well as all the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Click on their icon, take you right to their website, everything you know about those sponsors. You can get right there on ericasher.com. Thanks for supporting those sponsors as well. Also, Ken Trahan coming up with All Access next, right here on 106.1, so keep it right here. And as always, New Orleans, thanks so much for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the show. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog kit to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. I want y'all.